0: If you go to a ball Ireland, you have to have a song. And if you don't have a song, you may as well not put an OR. I've changed the Murray, by the way, so if anybody wants to find
1: me where right. Well I'd say Peroni as well. Not sure if uh, I like the new music more than the original but we're back to what we call a bit more of a standard pod no rec- record scratches i don't think and once again twice in the same week i'm back at the cost size with you tonight again phil
2: hello yeah. just quickly before we introduce the rest just, uh, say again a big thank you to, to ben and andrew for, for the other night really enjoyed it um it might well now have just tipped over 1500 listens which is by far and away I'd be thanks everyone so thanks, for that. So thanks for listening so i'm with phil and Dan, good evening everyone
1: and Sam, good evening and obviously I'm John and uh, I want to extend my thanks as well because it was a great load of fun to do that on Sunday Um so as well with the fact that we did that on Sunday evening in mind and inevitably uh, Palace was quite fresh in our minds so a lot of that chat did slip in the other night we're going to keep this red- um, relatively quick but we're going to go through the Palace game um, in about 10-15 we were there, Sam. What did you think?
0: There's to say on the game. Not not a huge amount in my eyes, to be honest. I mean, um, unfortunately, the biggest coming out of that game was uh, me having coronavirus and somehow surviving it. from being completely truthful, um, <laughs> not being not being dramatic, no. not being dramatic <laughs> in the slightest. Um, sure, John John confirmed that I wasn't even slightly grumpy about the fact I was ill on Saturday. It was absolute opposite. It was probably a pleasure to be with all day. It was it was lovely. Um, but yeah, obviously, you could probably talk about fight Baldock should probably have been sent off. We got away with one there, um, but I, having seen back the red card that he gets overturned, I can see why he sent him off. If I'm being truthful, do you think? Yeah, genuinely oh, I, mean, I, I don't think for I one think, no, second. I mean, he misses him completely. He misses him completely. But the fact he studs are that high, if he does catch him, he's, he's in trouble there.
2: Yeah, but he doesn't. I think that's that's why well, he, he gets there's, overturned. There's no, yeah, there's, yeah, there's
3: no contact. I don't think he's ever. He's never out of control, is he? It's not like he's, he's, he's off the floor. I think he's, I think he's I out think of control. He's lucky to he's not looking. catch him. I think he's lucky. Yeah. I think he's very, very Yeah. Looking. If he catches him, it's a completely different thing. Yeah. But the fact is, it, it, if he doesn't catch him, then you're back into like the old Chris Morgan booking for someone yeah. for intent, aren't you?
2: I tell you what though, I would have loved to have seen the red card stand just to see Palace fans' heads explode after... Yeah. Honestly, Jesus away. Christ,
3: they're <laughs> fans this week. The, it's I, been great, hasn't it? It's been brilliant. Really, I've never known a, a more sen- over-sensitive bunch of fans in my life. I've, it's I've, not helped
2: when you've got Matthew Saeed fueling the fire with That bollocks that
3: he's I mean, sweet. I, I really like Matthew Said. So I. have read a couple of his books. I really like what he writes. But I think he's a million miles away on this institutionalised bullying. So then I replied to his email talking about, well, if you're going to uh, discuss that, you need to discuss the scourge of diving in the game and over, over you know, um, uh, over, uh, overacting and stuff like that, which Zaha's um, a, a big proponent of. Jesus Christ. Palace fans just deny it. It's Palace like, they fans don't know it. like, no, no, show me a video of him diving. There's a video. No, no, he, he, their feet clearly touched. That's not, a, that don't necessarily- Contact doesn't mean a foul, I does think, it?
1: I think we're at a stage for a more robust debate about anything in life, let alone football. But I think the real obvious thing with the Zahar thing is there's no smoke without fire. You can't hide from it anymore. Um, there's so much live coverage of all levels of football if you're playing in the Premier League and you're somebody who every transfer window flirts with big clubs who funny enough don't go for him and I think one of the reasons for that is the reputation of going down and stuff that he brings let alone the extortionate asking price Palace want for somebody who actually only bangs every couple of games Um, it's just ridiculous and this idea of us bullying like oh, so we're not allowed to physically impose ourselves on the opponent in an away game that's going to be difficult. It's
2: it's not even that. They naturally give him the ball more than anybody else because he's their best player. He's going to get fouled more than anybody else because he's got the ball. It's 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 the 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 way he plays. plays.
3: Invites contact, it invites fouls. Forget anything else. As an opponent, it's your job to stop him.
0: If he doesn't put the ball in there, you're doing your job. Yeah, if you found it, but if you, you
3: follow him, if you foul the foul him is, it's like, what it is. are really. saying he's very, like I say, he's, he, he <laughs> almost he almost puts himself forward a sports moral compass. And and all right, he played ping pong. All right, he ping pong the Olympics, but he still played ping pong. There's no there's no physicality to I admitted to cheating,
2: cheating in one of his biggest ever games against, against, as well. By the way, um,
3: Desmond Des Douglas. Where you've America's just game. got that
2: from is beyond me, Dad. <laughs> That's, That's fantastic. It was Desmond was just, Douglas, Des Douglas as well. though you yeah. said that.
0: Again, a guy that sitting up sat on a very successful podcast with Robbie Savage, the
2: yeah
1: serial uh, the serial, serial <laughs>
0: foul. Yeah.
1: Well, Savage is actually Savage is, and he'll tell you this if you look at his career. He only ever was sent off once, wasn't he? And like, his statistics was he was the one who used to get fouled
4: because well, was he also
1: he, the most booked player in the Premier League. Yeah, I think
4: he was at point. one point. Yeah, <laughs>
1: but he, but he, but yeah, it's it's it's, it's weird, and I
3: find. I, I, it's just nonsense it's it, another I understand how you defend your players you know if someone came on chirping to us about what Bernie does or sharp or oh, something yeah. we'd have a bite back I get that but you're not blind to that like we had like we had Jack Lester mm-hmm. I've seen Jack Lester get fouled at half line and make it a penalty <laughs> you know what I mean he but, could he could win a free kick and a penalty well, Michael Brown was a master at it
1: yeah Stephen Quinn always yeah no, yeah Particularly a good area but Quinn, he would always get free kicks
0: because if he fouled something he'd go down Chris Basham on the edge of our box every week. Yeah, We'll go down under a soft
2: tackle. But it, it's just, I think he was fundamentally wrong with what he was saying. And, and it, I think that's what got a lot of United fans back up. One thing I'll say about um, Saturday, I think you're right. Baldock should have been sent off.
4: Yeah,
2: it, They're both bookings. The, the second one especially second, is definitely yeah. a booking. I do wonder whether the referee's got in his mind the fact that James Tompkins has just chucked himself on the floor for absolutely nothing, holding his face. So whether that's playing on his mind, because that is about a minute beforehand, but Baldock does really, really well not to get sent off after that.
0: I'll tell you what's an even stronger point and, I th- and one that I thought at the time. I think the Palace players probably saved Baldock by the fact 10 the of ref. them were around the referee.
2: Yeah, well, we, know, we talked it, about it, this yeah. Guy, yeah.
3: Literally, may as well have spent the entire game man market. Just have on, yeah. it really it got some good aftershave on really got up his, his... Sex beard. panther. He
0: <laughs> a madness, but ref was madly up to, so... Yeah. 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 <laughs> Although those rumours have been removed,
1: haven't they? So. <laughs> well, <laughs> we they've, <can't> been, <laughs> they've been they been resurfaced uh, by you there, but we've had sort Dan's brought up some dodgy uh, history of those players in the past as well. So it's quite alright. It's a good theme that we've got. But I think to talk a bit more about us, I think Egan. That was he was absolutely world class. He was every bit of the player we know he can be. Not that he
0: hasn't been doing that, but I thought he was magnificent. I think Egan. I think. Basham with his condom on his head skull cap yeah. Jack O'Connell that three I know we've just signed uh, Restos 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 Restos, whatever I'm sorry I'm not sure his pronunciation but I don't know
3: I don't know how he he displays any of those three they don't
2: he's going to have to
3: I mean I know you covered the the, the Restos signing last week Um, I think he's come almost on like a six month trial I think he's got to play to try. I'm not sure he has I think Wilder will be looking at him in training he might drop him in for a couple of games yeah. a cup mm-hmm. game here and there but I think he will it's basically it's almost like a six month behind closed doors it's, it's hard, it's to, hard
2: to know how, how a player can cut it without actually playing at that
3: level though. Even, even. I, th- I think he will get He will get the odd game but I don't think he's coming to be I don't think there's any way he's going to dislodge Bash No. in the next not six months unless well, Bash gets injured or suspended yeah
1: there's every chance of a little injury but then can't remember Basham being injured see, in the five, not, six years we had
2: him. No, he very rarely does, and, and he's robust as well, isn't he? He, he? he had his leg early in the game and obviously played the rest of the game He could could have easily been concussed but, but wasn't. Um so I watched it on a stream at home and it's hard it's different, you see a different game on, on Telly as well. And you the 10 the point side game. I
1: probably would have had an effect.
2: First half for me was just pretty boring. I, I think they they, oh, they came at it? us. We did we couldn't retain the ball and it didn't look windy, but apparently it was really, oh, it was really soft, windy. Really windy. Yeah. So th- 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 there was a lot of factors. There were a lot of factors. I mean,
1: it were that, it, were that boring, I went about twenty-five minutes to get a beer to have and take it back down to sea. Cause I wanted to do. So I wanted
0: something to do. It's not. It wasn't just the wind. The, the wind. The, way, the, the end. We were defending. The sun glaring over. Oh, stand. it was, it was impossible. hard to watch the game. It was impossible. I can't think of anything worse. Than always had that problem, that Crystal sun.
2: Palace. Always. That's one of the things I can always remember about Beckham's goal against Sullivan. Sullivan, it, for a long part of it's like that. He's well, that's the end. The, the end. the end we
1: were defending was where he, still, he scored that goal. Yeah, yeah, Not the one where they have the ultras who were incredibly quiet on Saturday. But they were waving their flags.
3: Well, but the waved them clappers. They've,
1: they've got, got like any a proper fucky.
3: call them return, have they, um, They've got a guy with a... Like a, a, a megaphone, a, a, yeah.
1: the up. German up. style, yeah. yeah.
3: call them return stuff, for Jesus Christ.
2: I think
1: on, on the really game they wanted
3: to get that in at Lane. English
1: football. We wanted a singing a singing, singing section, section in. at the top of Bramall Lane. I thought it was in Abbot or Copper from next Aynand. to family stand. Yeah, brilliant. Thairo <laughs> um, was going but to decide the scoring. Section.
2: Obviously, the goals from nothing, but we could have ended up winning that game four or five. And they could
1: have had two. Yeah, um,
0: I don't know if anyone's seen back that volley out put wide. I, I
3: can't
1: get my head right How's that? the other one, the second, the one that's not as gilt you'd probably say. The
3: one that comes through and goes goes a bit outside of his left. Yeah. And you think, how bad it's was your right?
1: How, no, how bad your right foot to not be able to place that? You're almost saying, in the six yard box. I'll As
0: bad say,
2: as, as bad as what Lee Smith says, left must be to play that pass that he did. The,
0: what, oh, I would, what, on. I, one. what I would say, I haven't <laughs> seen that goal back. Uh, sorry, that save back. If that's nil nil, I think Lundstrom probably scores. Lundstrom's about ten yards behind the defender, but Lundstrom would have been following that in, and probably been a carbon copy of really the goal. It's really weird life. how Stevens was the first Palace. one to the
2: ball. It's like nobody else reacted after keeper saved it. He shouldn't have been the first saying, one to the I'm ball. What I'm saying,
0: I think if it's nil nil, if you look at Lundstrom's positioning, Lundstrom probably carbon copy of the Palace goal. In yeah, the first yeah, maybe game, yeah. Would have been on that. Then, yeah, because uh, obviously that's when Freeman shot, and that, yeah. That,
1: that's
2: another good person to talk about. Actually, I've just mentioned Mousa, and you just mentioned Lundstrom. I thought. Um, Moussae looked a, a problem to, to Palace as soon as he came on I
0: think that's the strike force I mean, I think that's the strike force McBurn I thought Sharp played really really well
2: I don't know Moussae seems to look better as an impact so
0: yeah, yeah. M-
3: Moussae's another one I'm, I don't think we'll see the 100% best of Moussae until next season yeah well he's had a proper pre-season there's two or three players now that I'm really excited about seeing next season when they've had a season under the belt in the Premier League they've bettered in a bit more and they've had a full pre-season and Moose
1: is one of them yeah well on Sunday which we'll go on to preview McGoldrick I imagine comes back into a discussion which it'll be interesting if he goes straight in I think he possibly will because I I think on Sunday we'll have a lot more I think mcgoldrick and mcburnie sunday i'd say we go on to it but it's nice to have the options and that i thought lundstrom imposed himself on the game marvellously yeah, the best he played in ages
3: <laughs> i know obviously lundstrom's had a bit of stick recently because he's dropped off but i think that's i think that's all it is i think it's just he's had a dip in form he's obviously he's he's not played for he's almost not played for pretty much two years and then suddenly he's played no, a lot of
0: games.
3: And the, way, lot he, of the games, way he plays, he runs his nuts as well, doesn't His, it? his role in the midfield is probably demands more legs than the yeah. others. Because he's doing the proper box-to-box thing. And he's just hit a bit of a wall and he probably does need a bit of time to get back in. I said a couple of weeks
0: ago, and I, and I still suggest it's probably true, I'm not saying Wilder wouldn't have spotted that, but Lundstrom was injured at City, but suddenly very fit for Liverpool. Yeah, he came and, back in he didn't and look fit all He was at desperate all, to play the Liverpool game, and something just sort of sticks. That was he actually? Yeah, was no, he actually you, you, to be
3: fair, you called that at the time, didn't you? There's yeah. a couple of times I've seen him recently where, beginning that season, he'd lose the ball and he'd turn his sprint back. Now he's lost the ball, and you know yourself when you when you try to set off running, and you're knackered, so your head naturally goes down, and you kind of yeah, oh, he and you dip kind of, into his run. You dip into your run, and that just looks, looks like someone who's not got that just that bit of kind of zip in his legs at I minute. Mean.
2: But I think, like you say, he came on second half, and, and for for Berger, who, who looked like he played well to me, it's hard to say, like you say on tele. But then, then Lundstrom Sorry. took it up another level.
0: Yeah, I, I I don't think that role suited Berger yet. Whether it will or not is a different conversation. It's first time he's played. First time he's yeah, played yeah. the role. He's, he's not yeah. going to know the role, and I'm not criticising him for it at all. But and some of the things he did, I've no idea how he did a couple of passive plays. A couple of the moves think, but there are a couple of times he said to get the feet stuck under his ball uh, Sorry, the ball stuck under his feet but i imagine my feet are always <laughs> under my balls <laughs> weirdo. um but you'd imagine nerves you've only been in country a couple of days it's just the pace chucked, of the game okay he said
3: he'd done more running in 60 minutes than he'd done in 90 yeah. in champions league games so that's going to catch up with you fairly quick isn't
1: it as well like he's clearly got He's obviously very physically imposing, naturally, by his size. But He's
3: 6'5". Yeah.
0: He's huge. Do you know when you look across the pitch and you've said in the past where where the line up before the game Mm. and you look at teams going, look at that, he's massive. He's massive. You look at Bertie, he towers over everyone. Mm. Not often you get a lad that
2: young that plays the way he plays that's that
3: big, is it, really? No. No. it's Yeah, normally that sort of player's a bit big and cumbersome, aren't they? A bit kind of... Marouane line I
1: think what we've got to expect from him as well if you look at what he's done in his career so far he's not going to bang in loads of goals no. so I just think after a while he's just going to ooze quality and just improve the quality of our play across the pitch
2: he gives us so many different options in the middle of midfield we can change it we can swap him for Norwood we can play two at the back as a, as a I don't know what they call it. That like a double
3: pivot. like
2: a double pivot almost, or you can you can play him where he played the other day. It makes such. When you a, have a double
1: pivot. It allows the overlapping centre back thing to really. You can really pull that. You on got, so you've
3: got so much insurance with two sitting
1: there. And you can't And the other end, end of the pitch, it lets you have say, a
2: proper number ten behind two behind two, two forwards. Two. Sandy, so. uh,
1: Andrew said the other night, McGoldrick potentially in certain games being able to play behind. Yeah. Oh, what a great
2: pl- what a great place to be in. And, and listen after the game that wasn't the best game of football that you'll ever see. We sat here on thirty six points, and,
3: undefeated in London, and everybody loves us as well, which is an unusual I'm place. Not, to be Yeah, out. I can't get <laughs> me. I really can't get And it's,
2: well, as
1: well, like it was. We said this on Sunday, but being there and that interaction between because that's why I put it as my nomination for the Hall Fame of the night. These end of game moments in away games, particularly like. So yeah, to, to a, to a, if, I, if I was a cynical man and in lots of walks of my life, I am a very cynical man. I'd look at it and ask bollocks, it's all this chest-pounding nonsense. Not, it's, it's very real and it feels real from a fan's point of view. And when you see the videos taken by the media team on the pitch, it feels very real to the players. Honestly, as well. that
2: video of Berger at the end, when he's singing his own name and the smile on his <laughs> face... Made me fill up a little bit. He, he looks so happy. He looked the happiest man in the world, well, doesn't
3: that he? Video, that video that we've done this week, I think it was Tuesday, the one where he signed when he's kind of been introduced. I I'm, Honestly, all the stuff you've at the minute, it's making me a bit, kind of, a bit emotional.
1: A bit it's kind brilliant, of, isn't it? Yeah. It is uh, brilliant. I mean, all the great content, not to mention our fantastic podcast, the Colin Murray one, when he talked about Wilder and Black uh, Wilder and Blackwell. Wilder and Neil walking out. Wilder and Neil walking out into the middle of a a and just Have having a, hug a hug little private minute. And then Hogan, like, yeah, we've smashed this today. Like, fantastic. And if Colin Murray ever wants to come on this podcast and bring us a Bearer sandwich here, gift card, that'd be great because there's one just down the road here. Isn't there is, it? yeah, there's one yeah. just around the corner from here. We'll so
2: that's a good way to end that. We'll tag him into this.
1: Yeah, we'll tag you in, Cole. Nice one, partner
2: So, welcome back to part two. We're going to talk about Bournemouth this coming weekend. Bit of a funny one, isn't it? Two o'clock kick-off on a Sunday afternoon. What time does that mean we get to the chief, John?
1: Uh, well, I'm in Manchester the night before We're going to see the mighty Beak. Um, but I'll be driving back early Sunday. I think we can be in there for half ten? Half ten! Half oh, ten! <laughs> oh, ten. <laughs> <laughs> No, realistically, <laughs> about half 12 before. When, what, no, 12. By the time I've got Gumpy Bollocks sorted out, it'll be 12.
3: But. You have to be more specifically
1: Gumpy Bollocks. <laughs> yeah. Well, it are, are, are you bringing my dad to
3: the game? Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: cheers, Dad. Gonna, cheers, Dad. <laughs> to be fair, that's actually a decent
0: shout. I'll be driving past you a lot. Well, I don't know where we're going to be yet because we have the pleasure of an 11 o'clock kickoff at Ecclesfield School. Anyway, <laughs> it's
1: really, really good that you know about. Exactly, our pre-match routine here, guys, and how we might take each other to the pub. So I hope you're finding this <laughs> insightful, personal insight into our lives.
2: I only Ed, asked you what time we were going to pub.
1: Half 11, Philip.
2: Perfect.
0: If I see a bit
1: pre to Phil as well, so say, Robin under Ecclesfield School. Although that'll probably get rained off. Think it was plus three, yeah. Anyway,
2: Bournemouth, Phil, yeah. Uh, do you know one of the things I'm looking forward to, is its sounds, seeing how Ramsdale play, because there's a good chance if they go down, he could be somebody that we genuinely look at in the summer.
0: Rambo. I thought that until January. And now I'm, and no. I I don't know why I just sort of said there isn't. I still think there's a genuine chance
3: of if Henderson.
2: We've got a really chance real, of Henderson on, on maybe. loan, maybe. I don't
3: think we've got a chance of buying him. I don't know. I don't know. I just I don't see I don't see a way that Henderson's in Man United's first team next season. 100%. There's not a natural there's not a natural destination for De Gea and there's no way you've got, you're going to have a goalkeeper on 350000 a week on your bench. So unless De Gea moves somewhere, yeah. then Henderson's playing second fiddle and I don't think you'll want to do that.
0: I think I don't think you can afford to do that. We talked about it last week with um, someone at work. You're talking about a goalkeeper that rightly so has played, was going to play 40, 36 games in the Premier League this season. Yeah, Could be an FA Cup final but minimum quarter-final. Um, could be England's number one in the summer. He can't afford to then go and sit on Man United's bench. He,
2: he's certainly not going to sit on their he bench. He can't. He can't
0: afford to. Whether, whether he wants he can't. to is a completely...
3: We, we, we,
2: we did touch on this briefly on Sunday. So Man United
3: could make him... Could Man United yeah, couldn't go, fuck no, you, you're number two, you're on the bench. And all right, he can throw his toys out from an Ashford transfer. And I don't think he home.
1: would. And I don't think he's got too much about him. <coughs> in no, I don't too, think he would. He's I mean, too if, snappy. If, but if yeah. they decide
3: they want him there as number two next season and he plays... League Cup games and UEFA Cup games then
2: he's their player at the end that's of the day, what so do, they yeah. don't have to send but him out but I don't out. think
3: they will I think they'll, they'll either want to send him out to us to develop in front of the season or send him out to us to bump his value up to to, to to then bang him out the season after So right,
1: let field shout on that before we have to talk about Bournemouth Chelsea being Kepa off spend an absolute bucket load on Henderson
2: Someone like that. Bayern Munich were in for him last season. Yeah, they? Someone yeah. like
1: that. Yeah. They come then... The Kepper thing the other day,
3: like
1: uh, bidding
3: him off for Leicester game. Because again, you if you're bidding Kepper off, there's got to be a destination for him, and the Chelsea are right, they're never going to get the ninety million. Whatever well, they isn't spent it? on him. They're never going to get that back, but he's going to be on a big screw. And also, you're talking about Man
0: United that have in the past refused to sell them sort of players to rivals or teams that they see well, as Well, English rivals, definitely, yeah. That's the thing. They'd... And if, if Man Chelsea wants to buy from Man United, they're going to probably have to pay over 100 million.
3: I, I think there's a good, I think there's a better than good chance that Henderson will still be here next season for a third season on spin on loan. I think there's a, I think that's a better than good chance.
2: My, my only thing is I can't see Wilder sitting and waiting... To late on in the window kind of like you did this year. It was kind yeah, of possibly, quite late but on, was wasn't it? a
3: couple of weeks ago that they've already started. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um,
2: I think it also
0: depends what's available. Let's say if Bournemouth end up down and you can get Ramsdale. And that's what i say. If we're, gonna start,
2: if we're going to try and buy Emerson, he's going to be 40 million. You would say at, at least. At least 40 50. What could he get Ramsdale for? 15? 20 at the most? Good young English goalkeeper. And
0: you, you've also got to open up the opportunity that. Man United do take £34 million and they're
3: going to replace. They're going to buy Ramsdale to replace Anderson. Yeah, I've, I've not seen enough of Ramsdale to say fucking hell yeah I'd have him as number one. And that's what I said although, I'm
2: looking forward to seeing him in the flesh. Although
3: there are people who I follow on Twitter who watch United uh, at kind of junior levels and I've seen them say that at his age range they've not seen a better goalkeeper for for a long long time. I don't know
1: how much of it with Ramsdale as well is but when Villa went down and everyone thought Guzan were all right because he was being peppered with shots. A lot of action. And yeah. and how much of that comes into it? And, and
0: Pickford is in a, in a similar sort of ilk. Well, Pickford. I, I, I uh, don't... At I, I Sunderland, Pickford, and Pickford, Pickford
1: got um. Pickford then, excuse me, was before the England stuff. Um, Pickford was much more. He was he was he was stopping Sunderland from losing 12 15 nil, when they were getting battered six or seven nil, and I think that show that's I think that's the more extreme example I'm, what I'm talking about with Guzman is someone like Villa for a lot of that season was still in the mix staying in the in, in the Premier League and then
2: well I think you're seeing it. you can use an analogy now for Newcastle's goalkeeper he's having a lot to do so he's looking like a really really good goalkeeper we've said it before goalkeepers are good shot stoppers they're going to be otherwise they won't be can you have could you
0: argue that was someone like Ben Foster there's a lot of people calling for Foster he was at Watford if Watford yeah. stay up, they'll stay yeah. up. And
3: I, th- I think Watford will stay up now. Right. Seven or eight games ago, I think Watford have gone. I think Watford will stay up now. I, th- I think, I think, I think, I I think, think they're well back in, it, again, the think they're they're back in it after the last two weeks. They're back in it, but I think they've got, of all the teams that are down there, I think Watford have got more than enough to get themselves out of it. I've not seen the run-ins if I'm being completely I too, think, so well, yeah, that's where it comes down I think, to. Happen. I think Norwich have gone. <laughs> West Ham are fucked. I, I don't see where West Ham's next points are coming from it next six or seven games and then you're getting into the last 10 games of the season mm, i
1: think if it, that's a fair that's a fair shout on those two and then it's a, it's open if
3: west ham went down
1: i'd be
2: interested in fabianski apart from his fact his hamstrings are made his hips are made of chocolate oh, maybe yeah
0: you've got randolph that's gone
2: there yeah i think randolph will I, probably I mean stay I, there. well
1: like, like you say phil we'll see see him in action but, he's, you
0: don't um, time, aren't you?
1: but <laughs> he's um no, and gets too scared, doesn't he? Um, there, is another,
2: there is another Blades legend I'm looking forward to seeing on Saturday, Sunday. Simon Francis. Simon Francis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: the evergreen Simon Francis. Oh, I, mean, I think we brought this up on the pod the other week, but it's always worth if anyone hasn't no, heard. No, I think we book.
0: brought this up
1: in the car. I think we talked about this ah. when we ride down to Brighton. Yeah. No. How old is Steve Cook? This is well, it was it. I, I know the answer to this, but
3: before I knew the answer, I said 36. <laughs> He's actually like, is he 28?
1: 28, oh, barking, and they were talking about this on the Guardian
3: you know? Uh,
2: they call him Dog off uh, Game of Thrones? Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> Decent, I like it.
1: That's an interesting. Uh, but they said on Guardian podcast on Monday, like by yeah, he, like, yeah, he anyhow insists with playing this age in defence. Steve Cook's not that old. He just mate. he just plays. He's like, like he's ten years older than. I'll well, we, tell you what, though, he's agile. Let's say he made.
3: I mean, I can, that's, what is he doing now? Do you know he what, If that's the 90th minute, you think, if I save this and they miss the penalty like Egan did against Yeah, Millwall, yeah. that's a decent call. Fucking 20 minutes <laughs> in, look at 1-0 down. Just have 11 men off pitch. Look at Captain and all. Ake's back though, tough. isn't he? That's yeah, the big yeah. thing yeah. for Bournemouth. Yeah. Obviously, I think... Lerma well, be suspended. Yeah. Lerma's suspended. Got sent off last week. For me,
1: it's... Wilson seems to... Both Wilson's look looking at face. is Back playing...
2: Josh King's back fit as well. Yeah, right?
1: and like they, and they've really got, got a free free bit books, more, they've got a bit more to offer. Um, I also think though, Bramall It's a shame in a way it's not Saturday three o'clock, but Bramall or even better Saturday five o'clock, so everyone can get full of beer and really get singing voices on. There'll still be the buzz around Burge. Everyone's going to be absolutely yeah. ecstatic to see I him. Been, obviously, I didn't go
3: to Palace, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to see.
1: Like, mean me dad's yeah, yeah. not sure up about it. I'm Sure, mm-hmm. Crids has been. Yeah. in your ear about I can't wait to see Sander cheers Chris um, but it's going to be it's going to be a good game but I do feel if we impose ourselves on the
3: game I think we can win the game part comes to I agree. Well, Bournemouth statistically they give the ball away in their own third more than any team in the Premier League so if we press them if we've got you know if, if our forwards and, and, and Fleck and people are on it right. I think that's that's a good shot and, and that's, good why I think, that's why I think it's your play
0: just to make it and create something. Because he's good at that. It's, it's one of them yeah. game it's one of them games that even though we as Ben Osborne said to me and you on on Saturday, John, we're not mathematically safe, but we know we're safe. So it's not about the points now. Bournemouth at home is a game we've got to win. Regardless of the points. That's just a game we should be winning.
1: Yeah. Bournemouth we're in a Bournemouth at home and then we've got Brighton at home, we're in a position to be mathematically safe by the end of february which yeah. is absolutely insane
3: well we've come out of that, that awful run when, when fixtures came out we looked at january and when i'm not sure where the points are coming from there and we came out before happy days and then you looked at february and when actually there's a there's a good chance of a decent all the points no one knew we'd be doing it from where we are you know i assumed we'd be hitting this time of year on 20 points, yeah, maybe, yeah, 2025, 20, 20, 20, 20, 24 points. Thinking, you know, two or three wins that can get us into the low 30s. So, the kind of the expectations have changed slightly. I'm, I'm like
2: thinking we've only got
3: two games in February, yeah, this environment now, yeah. So,
1: that's crackers, isn't it?
2: Yeah, cracker, isn't it? It's yeah.
1: Into it so. yeah, it's a shame, but then it's not the worst thing either. What I would say, what I'd like to see happen is we haven't actually, dare I say, played that well in a game for the full 90 minutes since Man City away I can't think i I've just sat here think, trying to think of a game no, we had no. the first 10 and last 10 at Arsenal we were yeah. good there were spells in the West Ham game we were quite good but not for, definitely not for the full game no. um, certainly other games like Liverpool and that we were well below average so we really, I feel it has that sort of the Burnley at home game sort of vibe to it where Yes, they've got these players that can hurt us. Like, so, like, in Burnley, we were talking very much about Ward, etc., etc., good defenders. Here, like, Ake's excellent, obviously. It's what's around him that's the issue. Uh, and then, obviously, Wilson can hurt anyone, and so can King. But so can McBurnie yeah. so can McGoldrick, so can Moose thing, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's written as well for Moose maybe to yeah, well, s- either right. start or come on I'm The other
3: season, the other week when Moose was in the team week in week out I was saving my fantasy league triple captainship for, uh, for Sunday I was going to triple captain Moose on Sunday but I don't think I will now <laughs> I don't think
0: he's likely to start. I, th- I think Moves probably does start. Be based on them giving the ball away so high up the field. Yeah. I think you've, you've got to have that pace. Do a man.
1: Do what we did to Man United to them
0: almost. Just getting the faces from yeah. them. And I think you probably, if he's if he's fit, when he dies after sixty minutes, you're probably looking at Ricky Ricky Z coming on. So the, what
2: what are the chat? I don't even think he'll be on the bench. I so. think be the I think McGoldrick will.
0: I think again. I think again. I think what you've got to take into account is you'll want that pace to pin him back. To not let him
2: out. I'd have I'd have good money on him not even being on the bench honestly I, I, th- I think so. he's
3: a, I think he's a way away from being from being on bench. He's an unknown quantity. He's playing. He's come out of the Chinese league, which has been on a winter break for the last four weeks. I don't think he's going to be anywhere near fit.
1: Him. I think I think it's interest. What's now going to be the most interesting thing is the team pretty much picks itself apart from the strikers and the whole yeah, all
2: season really. Oh it? yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah. But in like it. On the bench, the only guarantees are a backup keeper, Jags, Lundström now. So those are the four places for me, bang open. And we've seen, like for example, Bessic was starting in the City at home game. Um, the City game at home, sorry. The City at home game, sounds really weird. Uh,
0: and then all of a sudden he's not playing.
2: I, uh, I, I think Bessic will struggle to get on the bench again now. Yeah,
0: I don't think you'll see Bessic and Lundström mm-hmm. on the same bench. There's no point. Well, it's that's yeah, thing, you might see in some of
2: the cup games, possibly, and that's
3: maybe why. Which is quite, which is a bit harsh on him. It because is he just fought uh, his way in and done well, but uh, or, is, or with, is it just ruthless management? But the, well, this is what we talked about before, there's, and there's two or three players that have suffered from this this season. The fact that we brought them in, and as we have done since wilder has been here, the club's moved on that fast. Mm. Players are having to, and it's good to as kind it's sprint to keep up.
0: As good as best as just been the last game he played, Millwall. He was probably our worst midfielder that day. Mm. other than scoring, he didn't do much else. He gave the ball away a
3: lot. Maybe you know,
0: whatever Wilder said after
3: the game, it was quite clearly the one coming off. Stuff like this does make me really happy and does make me realise how well Wilder's doing because we're talking about Bournemouth on Sunday. Did kind of the same as what we did, came up from third, fourth division, same group of players, but they've got the same players still playing from now. So your Steve Cooks, your Simon Francis's, people are whereas Wilder, we're up here now and he's already looking at Succession planning for Basham with um, Reds possible. He's looked at you know he's succession planning for for Lundstrom with Burge. So we're already looking at that next level. I think we said a few pods ago if we're if we're still in the Premier League in four years' time, and Chris Basham's still playing right side centre half for us, that's probably not a good thing. And I
0: don't, and I don't think well, we're, so.
3: I think... We're already we're, we're, Wilder's proving that he's he's ahead of how He's not just resting on his laurels and taking the plaudits and winning that. Yeah, this is great. I think
2: I think we're, we're but I mean, you're right. We're blessed by Wild and what he does, and and Eddie Howe's had this reputation and this name amongst English football, but
3: fucking Emperor's New
2: Clothes. Well, he's, he's had a, he's had a group of players, hasn't he? He's put a group of players yeah. together that have done him and served him really and well.
3: Expensively assembled. Dude. Well, yeah. players,
2: absolutely. I have always had
1: just really that. I
0: think the Bird thing's interesting, but I don't think he's Lundstrom's replacement. I think he's Norwood's
1: Whatever he is,
0: I think he's looking at next level. He's looking at the next level. I think whether, whether he to places Norwood or he's yeah, looking next level. But what I'm saying is, you talk about Norwood; is probably the one of the three that you see as irreplaceable, and yeah. I think that's the one he's replaced. We, we he talked about. How far we're going. We
2: talked about this the other day. We, we we kind of unanimously said flex has been our best midfielder this season, but the most important one of the way to the way that we play is Norwood. By a big, big way. Absolutely. There isn't anyone in the. Berg, say, Berg can do that. Agree. I think. I think Bird will have his spot
0: this
2: time next season. So, and this is what we said earlier, Sam. You, you, I think you might be thinking too, almost too short term. I, I, I think, think we. we I think we could change the way that we play
0: Again, and Play them yeah, both. I don't, I don't think you'll see them both. I think
2: Berg will take no control right, it's, it's a debate we could have. That's your opinion against against mine, I guess, isn't it? But. Um, so,
1: me and Dan very strong believers in this uh, and I think it's really important that we uh, talk about how overrated Eddie Howe is um, <laughs> I find it absolutely bonkers um, that like he gets talked about it in the best he does now obviously he's done well but first year in the Premier League this is who came through the door and the money Benny Kafobi, remember how many goals he scored for Bournemouth? Did he even play? Did he he go straight out to one? He cost £12 million. Uh, Tyro Mings, hardly played, £10 million, a real fucking damp squib here. Max Gradle, former Leeds player, brought in from St. Etienne for £11 million. Louis Graben, sold two years previous for £3 million, brought back from Norwich for £9. Glenn Murray, 5 million. I don't remember him playing for Bournemouth. No, do I? Lee Tomlin, 4 million. Don't That's remember him fact playing. plays for Cardiff. Cardiff, yeah. yeah. And then the best player from Sheffield Wednesday, uh, Royce Wiggins, left back, signed for 300 grand. So um, when, when's that was
3: Wednesday well, signed from Charlton, didn't
1: they? And then he went to Bournemouth and then never played. Yeah. Now, that was just a few big signs, but not too wild and then they stayed up that feels like a lot of players to be spending money on though now how many of them have come have done anything and done anything but they've come they've gone and then he does the same the year after jordan i've yeah,
2: <laughs> spent 20, a lot on him didn't he it.
1: it was 18. 18. according to this according to what i least musa he's white five and a half million uh, <laughs> brad smith liverpool left back four million where's he now mark wilson from stoke city two million Nathan Ake we will give him that one. But then a lot of these players went out. Now, what I'm the point I'm trying to make about Hatt, like this isn't he's not wasting 50, 60 million. But he just seemed to get a, he also signed Lewis Cook, good little player, to be honest. But he seems to be get get like a rock like people getting a rock on about him for absolutely nothing. So I think they actually only scraped up that season. Then thirty in the Premiership, twenty million Ake, you'd argue is a good buy. It's so a good
3: buy, yeah.
1: Begovic for ten million and then Defoe, although it was a free transfer, you can only imagine some of the wages. What my point is, I'm trying to make is, for a club that size, which clearly doesn't generate any income itself with twelve thousand sellouts every week,
3: what have they? Have they ever? Have they ever had a cup run? Have they have yeah, ever- got bankrolled by. They've got Russians. Russian, it's Russian yeah, it's money. Russia, yeah, and they got. I win, mean, because didn't they? Did they break FFP laws when they came from the championship? Yeah, they the, And the one of the clubs, if they go back down, they're in big trouble. They've got a big fat fine yeah. kind of coming. So I, I wasn't
1: too overly critical, but like last at this point, so I was always like, but i happy go lucky. Some of them signings are dodgy. I think part of it was jealousy when they lost Brooks. We lost Brooks to them, but Jefferson Lerma, £28 million. Dominic Solanke, means- £20 million. Diego.
3: Solanke, I'm fairly sure Solanke's got one professional goal to his name.
1: Bonkers. Diego Rico, £15 million. Pounds. Chris Meppen, decent young player, but been kept out of the side a lot of the time by Cup Francis as yeah, yeah. £13 Brooks, 10 12 whatever it cost. They also had Nathaniel Klein on loan. Don't know how much that loan fee was, and I'm going to make a very bold prediction. That it wasn't a cheap one, okay. They also, where's he now, by the way? Clally, I think he's at Liverpool, he's got a serious injury. Okay. So that's a 70 80 million pounds spree that to bring in on a lot un- of players
3: that you kind of go, yeah, yeah, it's just really. unproven. Unpro- un- I mean, Lerma's all right, but he's a walking, booking, walk-in, and for 28
1: million,
2: a so lot low.
1: of money, that look. a lot of money, and so then and then this year, like billing younger version of Lerma, a bit taller. Fifteen million. I think that's a good signing. I think
2: sign that's a good sign. a decent sign I would of, have I Of all ones the ones that you've you just talked about in this current market, that's good business. Fifteen million for billion I think is decent
1: money. Lloyd Kelly, <laughs> fifteen million. No from Bristol. Lloyd Kelly. Decent young player center from Bristol. Right. Left side of centre half. He's center. hardly played. Never really you Never a <laughs> play like that playing
0: yeah, you know he he. he well, done. if you're not going to play him, at least loan him out and get him playing football. Then he was starting every
1: week for. Obviously, Wilson's a decent player. You just started um, his career. But then they've signed this guy called Anout danjuma from Club Bruges. I ain't seen him play. No, I do read this, mate. Well, I just, He cost him 18 million though. I, I, I'm saying with how
3: he's 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 a really. I remember again. I remember Tufty saying when he first came in about not being a streaky team and that's exactly what Bournemouth are, they'll lose six on bounds, yeah, yeah. then they'll win five, then they'll lose four, then they'll win four. There's no consistency to them, and that just gets you, smack bang, they'll, they'll get to four, you know, they might struggle this season, but every season, they just get enough points to stay up, or, they, or they, they're never in, in massive trouble, but they're never, there's no consistency to them. And I think it's no coincidence with how that nobody
1: has ever rolled the dice on him. And well he went to Burnley didn't he to he? And, then and then he needed Burnley. to go home and right yeah you, know, you get homesick, I get that, but if you back yourself as a professional and want to be the best. Now I know he's this squeaky key, but as well as when you like, does anyone else find him irritating in his interview manner this year yeah. when they've been losing? And he's like, Don't think I could work any harder. I don't think I could be more upset and disappointed than I am. It's like Are you at confession at church, Pat? Like you do it. It's you know. just quite patronising, isn't it? And I've always found him quite patronising. It, it, it's not, it's not like David Brent. It's like an opposite of that, where it's sort of like a self-belief, but then behind, but like behind,
3: behind a mask. Oh, it's a bit Nigel Atkins. he has got a ring of Nigel Atkins to it, where he comes out and he's all very, it's very calm and serene and upbeat and positive. But you know, it's not. It's just like it's. He's, he's almost saying it because. That's what he should say. Whereas you'd rather someone like Wilder come out and go, not good enough today. Do you think he's um too stuck in his ways? Considering he's
2: such a young manager, do you think he's just learnt and got been successful doing something a Which, certain way? I and he's he, almost like an old manager that can't change. Won't change.
0: I think what's even more interesting, the fact when he did try and take a point punt and went, it fell flat on his face and burnt. Yeah, but he did it, he had that had personally
1: problems, problems, obeisance and uh and, and he, what, I, I, I feel bad actually for criticising him for that so I don't know what the severity of the, the family issues were With obviously if he'd lost parents or his partner had it becomes very very it that It something to do with his wife I know that I, um, I remember you know, I
2: that Burn, from the time.
3: You know, I was Burnley was a shitter <laughs> But
1: talking to Burnley and it links perfectly I think I'm all for English, wild, uh, English Wilders <laughs> He is English but English managers getting more praise but I feel like How's not fit to lace Dyche's boots because I wouldn't this idea of a streaky team I don't think Burnley are like that Burnley will lose two but then they can beat anyone the next yeah. week and even if they lose six they've got it. that exactly yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Burnley's board Burnley's don't give Dyche anything yeah. to spend do they really yeah. and they've got a couple of decent signs there like Ward and stuff like that but he's not spending he's certainly not spending 20 25 30 so, million, so then, like, like how it
1: is? and then the other comparison to make which I think which sums him up more is Paul Lambert did the back-to-back promotions thing with Norwich. Yeah,
3: yeah.
1: Got praised to high heaven, and rightfully so. so it's incredibly difficult to do. Yeah. Our manager sort of did it; we had a year to extra to do it. Hawkins did it. But <laughs> the point of making <laughs> what I want to do with to talk about the, million on, million on million big million. budgets as well. Well, I, I want to talk season. about the. So obviously he gets he gets them up, uh, and then he goes to Villa. Villa he had about 20 million to spend but with a load of championship players a load of gambles from abroad they they bombed they got relegated his career went with it and now he's slowly rebuilding down at Ipswich isn't it? and I just think it's it's interesting how because maybe he's ultra polite and I'm sure he probably apologises when he swears right but in the change- I wondered what you were <laughs> going to say yeah. oh for fuck's sake lads I'm sorry to swear but that was rubbish you know but like, I don't know, he's old. Like you said earlier, Dan, just so vanilla.
3: Yeah, I just, he's, there's certain managers that, as and when Tufty leaves, there's certain managers that you think, actually, they, they could come in here and, and you'd you, you kind of tech to them. You know, even if Dyke came in. Joey Barton. I knew you were going to say that. Barton, <laughs> Sam's bold
1: prediction <laughs> is that we should have Joey Barton as manager. This goes with other bold predictions over the year. John Fleck etc. John Fleck could play. Stand, stand by
3: it. <laughs> at least Musa could play for England. Stand by it. <laughs> so at least he stands by him. To his but credit. You know, if, if, like, if 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 while the left and we were linked with Eddie Howe, you'd be inspired. You'd dude. be a bit. Kind I'd be uh, very oh, nervous. It'd be another Adkins. He'd come in and we'd fucking hate him after an hour because he'd just be positive bullshit. Positive positive down, positive, positive, down at saying say to me, they are fantastic boys." <laughs> yeah.
0: I've said before and. Uh, Joey Barton's probably a little bit extreme, but to be manager of Sheffield United, you've got to be a shit house. You can't have this. You hey, hey, have to have an edge to you. Eddie hey, Howe's vanilla personality, that doesn't, that
2: doesn't wash. It won't wash with us. The funny thing is, and we said this at the time, but I'm going to mention him for the third time on this pod, we had Kins, would be a good manager for Wednesday. Yeah. Because of his... Because
3: he'd feed into their delusion. <laughs> yeah basically well, the bollocks he talks they would lap it up yeah. whereas United fans saw through him fairly quickly yeah if results yeah. had been going well then fair enough you, you kind of go oh, just, be, yeah whatever son. Just, but when, when results aren't going well we saw through him Wednesday fans wouldn't because he'd be telling Wednesday they were the biggest club in the world and they were this that they'd be saying he's no, told no, the it was so. the part it's lovely to yeah. go for a walk right? so when,
1: a bit, I mean when you're a club this size you know results will come <laughs>
0: Do you know be you know pulling fucking head off of you know, you know what, the, Adkins' favourite Ruby's is, don't you? Room for
1: improvement, Sam, of course. In my
0: job at school, I
1: used that with my year 11s last year, taking the piss, and they loved it, because they, they weren't that stupid, and went, yeah, Nigel Adkins used to say it, and if you don't like Nigel Adkins, use it as
0: motivation to do your revision. <laughs> and and, and, and not be like him. I remember Danny telling me that was the point, he realised he wouldn't be able to take this bloke seriously, any. Came up with
3: stuff it was like quite that. early it was, though it was his first interview a lot of, it
2: was um, his, first interview. Right. We, his first interview Dan will pack me up with this his first interview we spoke afterwards and I said well, it'll not last long at this will this, wear thin fairly
3: quickly
1: four blades in a pub featuring blades pod nigel adkins horror show three special. hour special coming to headsets uh, near you Super but modern. yeah I, I really felt I wanted to get those points about how it costs and I think maybe and hopefully if you disagree do tweet us and like, keep it keep it friendly, but like say why you disagree. It'd be interesting. Obviously, don't tag a lot of Bournemouth fans in it because I don't want to
3: hate mail. Well, um, I, I, know if, I know where I sit, he'll be getting some stick on Sunday because obviously I'll be giving him stick. And Steph, who sits a row behind on me to the right, is in the same mind as me. He can't stand him. I can't too. imagine
2: the swearing section. Going to take he's in his emperor's
3: new clothes. So, yeah, actually, we need to get Macron with the, we're giving him some stick, do not we?
2: But the game
1: should be... Like I said earlier, I think it's going to be a good game. And I personally think United are going to win
2: 2-1. Okay. Sam, so, prediction?
0: I think it depends who won with the start at the back. I think it depends who starts up front for us. I think it's winnable. Um, I'd like to see us go out and beat someone. I think it's been a while, so I'm going to go 3-0 good
3: 3-1 for me wow. 3-1 United
2: yeah I was gonna go 3-1 but as soon as you said that I'm gonna go
3: 4-1 I think oh, United nice. will win I think we we all we're all
1: happy with that I think we all think we're gonna win and it's not an arrogant thing I think it's just it just
2: sets up nicely
1: I
3: just think we've got more than that and the other thing is obviously with this kind of split winter break if we win now I know again we're talking silly I think we got two no points pressure. out of two points off fourth spot, which again we took, got, have we're they talking. Got silly. They got Tottenham when they come Chelsea back. Chelsea don't play till the week after, so that then if we did win and we went two points behind Chelsea, it does just crank it up a little bit on Chelsea for the Champions yeah. League spot. Which you, get your music ready. <laughs> I think but,
0: Chelsea have got uh, a bit of a tough game when they come back. They've as got as well, three in a row. they've yeah. got Chelsea. I think
2: they've got Tottenham, Liverpool, Liverpool and Liverpool. Man City. Yeah,
3: and I know mean, again, silly, but if we win. He just puts a marker down it, puts another marker down and says we're not going away yeah." yeah I <laughs> know ah, no, <laughs> on that no, note I'm no, on that, uh, side that side. sounds
1: like we're just like we're thinking oh god damn should not we're not it's just it's one of these isn't it like there's really. going to have to be a point it's it's where, just, it, where it, the thing. If, if there's going to be a point soon where you're going to go for fuck's sake United fucking want to get into Europa League you is fucking that, play it, that? and like, you're going to
3: be going what am I doing it's like the two promotion seasons in league one there came a point fairly early, not fairly early, sorry, midway through the season when we all we all kind of went, we're up here, we're fucking up this, but no one would say it. And then last season there came a point where you went, actually, we're fucking we're gonna go up here,
2: Leeds, West Brom,
3: Peterborough, West Brom, or Leeds.
1: Like if this season, it was West Brom and Leeds was like the if post season late, out the season down was late. I agree
0: that last season was a little bit different though. I
2: think yeah we blew it, it we blew it was,
0: was it the Millwall. Bristol game or was it the Millwall game I think the Bristol game was the one where I thought this is where we're throwing this away
2: yeah, we lost to Bristol and then we drew to Millwall well, didn't we I think, I think it was Bristol I know you it's know, going to come win. to a point if where we we're going to go this is, if is real let's say
3: we win five out of next six games which looking at our fixture list is possible there has to be a point where we say Actually, this is a thing. We could get into Europe.
2: And that's why when you said what you said, I just chuckled to myself, and I'm ending this now. <laughs> because it's ridiculous. It's so mockly, so <clears throat> crackers that we're sometimes talking like this. It,
0: sometimes it's not just about our results either, is it? Because I remember sitting there watching the Leeds game on Good Friday in uh, Champs on Icky Road. Turning to you going, they've lost this. And I think at that point, it was actually 1-0 to Leeds. Me and you,
1: that was it was a red hot day. It was me, you... Yeah, King, Alan Picard, two friends of the pod, sat in a weird position, managed to fluke a table, but the TV was literally about 30 yeah. centimetres away. Uh, a burger arrived that was some weird, we both ordered this mushroom burger, it came with no bun.
0: No, we ordered the, it was like a peppercorn thing, wasn't it? It was the, it was the <laughs> well, We had it, and
1: had about 10
0: pints, and then Welcome we're talking, to
1: four in the kitchen. <laughs> And then we went to watch good back, which could cut back. Yeah, because yeah, and, and it was after that going, mean, this is right for me. And then obviously I think we we've all said it, but it's becoming more and more apparent even this season.
0: Like anything is possible. And nothing nothing would surprise me. I think it's when I'd like I say, I think it's when you look at other teams' results. I think we're winning and picking up points which so is fantastic. But I was just saying. You've got
3: Chelsea that we're putting pre-
0: serious pressure on for
2: fourth. And we've got to play all the teams with, around. With this, said, this, I'm fairly sure che- Liverpool, uh, Chelsea's next three games in the league are Tottenham, Liverpool and Man City and they've, no, got, they've got, got to come to Bramalli. They've got United as well. In Man, Man, Man United I'm, and they've got I'm, to come to Bramalli. we're the line.
3: top seven. I think we're the only one that's not going to ridiculous. play Liverpool or Man City. <laughs> yeah, we are. And the thing is, Liverpool are the only side that are looking at putting a run together, aren't they? They're the only side that you go... so. Chelsea's next fixtures Uh, Man United at Stamford Bridge on the 17th. Spurs at Stamford Bridge on the 22nd. Bayern Munich. uh, Oh, they've got Bournemouth on the 29th. Then they've got Everton, Villa. Yeah. Man City, easier than I thought then. West
0: Ham but Everton, Everton could be a bit of a banana skip yeah, yeah.
3: they've got the running they're not consistent they're not consistent really there's only that been all this season think, consistent. and you've got the
0: Champions League games to chuck back in for these yeah. teams
3: because dare I say as well for a while we've won
1: or got results in the games you'd expect us to get for a while
0: yeah it's
1: it's the games we've dropped points in the games you'd expect to drop points in
2: yeah
1: which
3: Phil's laughing, away.
1: Phil's laughing to himself but because it, it is the and most we will end this section fucking ridiculous is. but stupid. do you know what that
2: all that is is the fact and we all know it that we're fucking brilliant <laughs> yeah well I'll, I'll drink to that cheers, well, mate, well, cheers. No,
1: get down the lane on Sunday if you have got a ticket mm-hmm. No, fill the house get behind yeah it by the way seat.
2: last thing to say on this little pit if you haven't got a ticket get one because they're talking about not selling out which is piss poor get oh, it sorted surely. get surely. it sorted
1: cheaper than BT sport but...
3: Welcome back to part three everyone. Uh, this is the, the, the time of the evening when we do the quiz. Um, I'm hosting the quiz this week and there's a good chance I may cry <laughs> because of how bad I think my score is going to be. You, you look very
2: tearful before, so, I was worried about him. So Luke's done the quiz so, for us not yeah,
3: he? this is a quiz set by Luke and the the topic is Blades versus the Blades quiz. So this is kind of former Blades or future Blades who have played against us or scored against us um, over the years. And I appear to have blocked a load of this period of United's history out because I've just had a stinker, basically. Uh, but let's start and then we'll see how bad we've all done. Uh, so question one. On the 30th of March 2018, John Egan captained Brentford to a 1-1 draw against the Blades at Griffin Park. Chris Basham and Chris Mepham scored the goal, but which two players were sent off that day?
1: I know. Yeah, so
2: do I. I suspect we've all got this, right, Jamal yeah. Blackman?
1: Yeah, famous day in our friendship. That one.
2: Very uh, much so. Jamal Blackman and is a big black man,
1: and Ryan, Woods. Ryan Woods. Yeah, Woods. Yeah, We had a load to drink. How many yes, Punk IPAs did. did we have on the coach? Me and you.
2: I brought eight. I brought and eight. And then I bought a
1: twelve pack, so We had ten each before we yeah. got off. And i got in about four AM yeah, the night before. Twenty first.
2: Twenty first. Yeah. i not been getting
1: shots. Me Yeah. I went. I went for a poo on the bus. Sat down, did oh, the yeah. poo. Yes, you did. Went to wipe my bum. No, no. No, no look, Had to open the door of the bus and collect it, stuck the bus <laughs> out. And to make it worse, it wasn't like a 50-odd seater, it was about an 18-20 basically seater. Basically,
2: a glorified minibus. Oh, dear.
3: you going to say you'd have to use a sock. <laughs> <laughs> just styled oh, it out like it's Steve <laughs> Evans. <laughs> 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 Never compare
1: me to him. <laughs> Yeah, I got both of them, did yeah, you? Yeah, me we're... too. Yeah, I think that might be the only points I get tonight. I mean, tonight. Yeah, if you're the start with anyone, don't pick someone who's
2: really a good foot What really you. funny is Jamal Blackman's got the ball in he's out, he's just, above his out, he's just had the head. ball, but
3: his head in, he and Ryan Woods were kind of jumping <laughs> like a little chihuahua, <laughs> <juar>, weren't he? <they? laughs> it was a strange moment, because there
0: was no need for
3: it either. There's just no need well, for Woods it. Well, Woods got sent off, and then did Blackman slap him back? Yeah, I think Woods had a poppin' when Blackman slapped He literally bit slapped him over the face, didn't bones out of that. Okay, question two. On the 4th of December 2012, United crashed out of the Johnston Paint Trophy, losing on penalties after a 1 1 draw away from home. Who was that against, and which two current Blades players were amongst the opposition penalty takers? I've had a stinker, so I put Berry and
2: Leon. Well, I, I, rem- so, I know who it was against, and I know I've got one of them right because I remember it. I've got Coventry and John Fleck. Okay. I couldn't remember who the other one I was going
0: for Cov, Clarkey and Fleck. I'd gone and Keynes and Baldock twice.
3: So the, the answers are and Trey, John Fleck, Did's. Oh, fucking hell. I forgot
2: he'd even played for them.
1: Wow. I didn't even know he had. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It must be the one season we didn't get knocked out of Warsaw.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted to win Johnson's
0: I was very disappointed when we That we down Six fucking goes, goes at it. it. So he could have, had, could have won it once.
3: <laughs> anyway. Question three. Ollie McBurney has scored in every game he's played in against United. Twice for Swansea and once for Barnsley. What is the aggregate score from those three games?
2: I've got Ollie McBurney five, Sheffield United three. I've
1: had a stinker here. I've done that and I've gone on that on the basis of Barnes the game, first year back in the Championship. We went 2-1 ahead because yeah, it,
0: it was, was either Clark or Fleck. Or I the Fleck scored and I think he went nuts in front of the Yeah, it was, it was like first that eight, game in the... First game in the Championship. Oh, no, f- first season oh, in the Championship. No, Fleck scored the second one. He went absolutely insane, I think. First season first and then season. last
1: season... We lost, two, so that was 2 all
0: because McBurnie
2: scored so later. Are you on about the s- the Barnsley uh, game? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah sorry. Sent off that was 3-2. Three, yeah, 3-2, three, yeah. Oh, I thought it was 2 Ooh, all. all.
0: We might have got this wrong then because I've got 2 all as well. I thought
2: 2 all. No, they won 3-2. Because I thought
1: we'd, I thought we'd scored and went ahead. McBurnie, anyway. McBurney won it later. And then three, we lost 2-1 on. at Bambourlain when Montero scored, and Montero came on and looked like a Rolls Royce yeah. and we lost 1-0 Away when we all went and stopped over and yeah. went out on that awful street so, with all them that shots. 6-3 three.
3: Three, which is what I got. Six three. I've gone
0: five three. Yeah, I got five. I, I, didn't, I thought we'd drawn to low well in that game. So I got that one? Was gonna... But Bernie won it late on. Yeah, yeah. I thought it equalised. I thought he scored the equaliser. What in
1: that place? No, it was one nil. We didn't score, it. Bro. No, that's no, a no, no Barnsley.
2: Mm. Yeah, no, think, that was definitely. Lost three,
3: it looked a so well beat lost, anyway. Lost three Bernie. two to Barnsley. Like. Lost 2-1 at Lane to Swansea, lost 1-0 at uh, Libby. Swansea. Yeah. OK, question four. In January 2011, United drew 2-2 with Doncaster Rovers at Bramall Lane. A certain Billy Sharp scored both of Rovers' goals. United scored in the 84th minute before snatching an equaliser in the 96th. Which two players scored those goals?
1: So, relegation season. I've gone for beyond Fingirisa, just because I thought they might have gone for a Norway connection. And Darius Henderson, because he'd been injured, he came back and he did a big article in one of the papers saying, oh, It's really Donny Ladd, isn't he?" Henderson? Yeah. Oh, I just really yeah. wanted to keep his club up, and then he was out for the rest
0: of the season. Yeah. With yeah. a
2: broken fingernail. Yeah.
0: I've completely uh, made up my own question. Um, I saw the two all against Doncaster and I've got to the League One game when Kitson scored a
2: playoff. Why not? If you don't know the answer, make yeah, your own yeah, up. I've got, I've got Kitson and sorry the I'm
0: uh, sure he didn't score, but I know he made his debut. Higginbottom I've and had, Kennedy I've, in centre <laughs> half, aren't
2: they? I've had a complete guess and I've gone for Arturo Lupoli and Neil Collins.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'd completely blank this game out until I've just read the answer and then I have a vague recollection. of it. But the two goal scorers were Maltese Falcon. Like Daniel Bogdanovich. Yeah. And. Fucking you know, hell. Everyone loves this player, but he's, he's one of my most hated United players of all time. Rob Kozluck.
2: Was <laughs> he still playing for United then?
3: And, and I do remember him equalising I signing. I do remember him equalising I think, I think
0: right Blackwell left, well left him as a leaving president.
3: Like <laughs> <laughs> <God. Back laughs> a turn that won't <laughs> flush. <laughs> that can kind
0: of uh, Enjoy, lads. Leaving president. is Kozluck and Johnny Hurtle.
3: So I've got, got nothing there for me. Uh, question five. In September 2011, Alan Nill was in charge of Scunthorpe as they earned a 1-1 draw against the Blades at Glanford Park. Which two current Blades featured for Scunthorpe that day? And I had no idea that one of them played for Scunthorpe. Now I've seen the answer at the beginning. i got no answer on this because I've blanked this game. So, so one of
2: them I think I've got right. The other one's a complete guess.
3: I think I've think i got them both right.
2: I've got Mark Duffy.
1: Yes. Oh, no, I haven't
2: no. That's the question, John. And Jack
3: O'Connell.
1: No. i I've, I've gone Leon. No. Uh, and I know that because recently, and and the other one's Norwood, and the reason I've gone for of that. Of course was, you did. Oh, yeah,
3: I had, I had no... I knew Norwood had been there. Yeah, you did.
1: I Norwood had been
0: there,
1: but I'll be honest with you, I find that game out. Recent quizzes yeah. we've done have involved mm. Norwood's former clubs coming up a couple of times, and also... The Leon Clark one that Paul Bramwell, shout out to you, Paul kindly did, for Alan's coach. And there was, um, yeah, there was the Leon Clark's twenty. Yeah, clubs. clubs. the he played for, and yeah. Then, and that was on one. That, but anyway, so Leon's not one, so that means I've definitely got question seven right. I think we'll find out. Okay. Question six. In October
3: 2017, United lost 1-0 to QPR at Loftus Road. Luke Freeman and Jack Robinson both played for QPR in that game in a line that features another player who would later play for the Blades. Who was it? So So I've worked
0: out the answer since. So
3: have I. I've got this wrong, but I've put this player's name further down and got that wrong as well. So I put (laughs) put Ravel.
1: See, I put further down, I put the Northern Ireland sub as this guy, and then I've moved him forward. Because originally... I'd said Alex Baptiste, and I was going to say to Luke that he shouldn't have Alex Baptiste as a future player. We'd had him, obviously, before that under Adkins, but the answer is Conor Washington. You're
0: yeah, right, Conor Washington. Yeah, I realised Conor
1: Washington was the answer as I sat back down. We, we uh, lost 1 0 when we lost 1 0. Blackman had that howler when he came out and got, looked like he got injured.
0: He, he came got fired for a ball yeah, and went, went over the top of I mean, I went Carter
3: Vickers, didn't he? And did, he sh- did he do his shoulder or something? I mean, not
0: I remember, I remember going that night, so I remember a f- famous fan of ours, um, his friend, being sat on their own front crying.
3: Okay. I won't mention names. Okay. Don't. <laughs> wow. Question seven. In October 2014, thanks to a Jamie Murphy goal, the Blades salvaged a point at home to the mighty Leighton Orient. Which current United player was in the Orient lineup? It's
2: got to be right for one of them. I've gone Leon. I've gone
3: Leon as well. See, I went Ricky O's. I've got Simon Moore. Lundstrom. I'm John up, Lundstrom. Again, I'd not I would have never have got him. that in a million years. I thought he'd gone Everton, Oxford, us. I knew no he'd been at Donny on loan. I remember him being at Donny, but I don't remember Absolutely him. no idea. Wow. Going well so far. Okay, question eight. In April 2018, Mo Besic played, for the Blades, sorry, played against the Blades for Middlesbrough. United won the game 2 1 thanks to a grace from Lee Evans. Which one time blade was amongst, was amongst the unused subs for Borough that day? Did you so. sing the song? <laughs> that's
2: Marvin Jay and it. It's yeah. not right. I've written Marvin Johnson as well. I think it's Martin Craney. Now I've thought that's about a, it.
1: That's not a bad shout.
2: But I've written Marvin Johnson as well. But it is Martin
1: Crane. Fucking hell. <laughs> I had <laughs> Marvin Crane for the QPR. Martin <laughs> Craney. <laughs> Should have took off, should have been bigger than the Sander Burge song, that. And anyone who's never got involved when I try to get going, you're very, very boring.
0: I just wish we could remember the song we were singing about Ricky Z on some Saturday.
1: Oh, my uh, living la vida loca about the new, uh, one the one new striker. Did, no,
0: we did one coming off the tube and it was brilliant. And then we got to the pub and neither was going to remember what we'd done. He came, Probably alone, the best. He, he came alone
1: from China and he didn't have corona. <laughs> <laughs> that's maybe one that one was one. all you
3: need to know <laughs> <laughs> that's I mean, early to bit. say he's not got corona brilliant We've gone early with that. he's got lots of pace
1: and doesn't play like Delhi Ali Bola. I'm
0: pretty Billy sure he Ali Bowler I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure at first he had had corona because <laughs> he'd been in quarantine it's been released from quarantine, it, I
1: think. Was another one, I think. It all came up because Chops had a pipe corner. but anyway. Question Eels. nine. Question
3: nine in November 2016, in front of a crowd of just 597, <laughs> United <laughs> ran out 4 2 winners against Grimsby Town in the EFL trophy. Good night. Like that there was one notable absentee on the Grimsby team sheet. Who was it, and why was he missing? See, I've gone
1: for a player that I liked, yeah, Ben Davis, I've and got I've got put got the reason. He might have had a baby, but I think it's more likely to be someone funny I
0: remember went the heck and he's one of your favourites. So I've got Ben Davis and his cat had died. But as I sat down I realised I think it's again, as you've just said, potentially the worst left winger that we've ever had. The I'm ugliest sure. man
1: alive, a face like the British Isles.
2: So uh, <laughs> hair to die for. Who are you thinking?
0: Wolford.
1: Tell Martin
2: Wolford.
3: Oh, did he play for Grimsby anyway, he,
2: he, he went there whether we played or not. I don't know. So I've gone for again, complete guess Jordan Robertson, and the reason was because he was in prison. <laughs>
0: <laughs> It'd be a good reason not to well, play, though. To
3: everyone's clear. wrong, okay. And you were saying it's one of the worst, possibly one of the worst players we've ever had. That's why I said, Well, there's well, well. an argument to say it's one of the best goalkeepers. Oh my god, it's Dean Henderson, of course, it is. Sure. And he was in, on international duty with the England number seventeens.
2: Wow. That's a great question, Luke. I'd
3: actually that's
1: fantastic. Yeah. I'd um, I'd actually say Dan. He might be United's you know, greatest ever keeper.
2: Some shout. It is some shout. I think he's got to do it for a little bit longer, uh, yet, yeah. But I, I think,
3: um, yeah. I saw Alan Kelly and Simon Tracy in their pump and um, well, Kelly was my first player to. You he's, he's getting there. He's, he's on the way there. But like like Phil says, if he does it for another season or two, I think there's a good chat. I think there's, I think there's two or three players on the verge of being in the greatest the ever. Greatest yeah. ever.
2: Egan right. could easily go on to be greatest ever. Flight, so well. Egan's, Flight could yeah. go on to be greatest ever midfielder. It's.
1: Yeah. No one's in that conversation. But anyway, let's. Anyway, well,
3: I'm not Next question. Uh made his full international debut in a 2-0 defeat to Northern Ireland team which featured Ollie Norwood, then of Brighton, Hove Albion. There was, however, an unused substitute who was playing for Sheffield United at the time. Who was it? And Ooh. I put, this is where I went with Connor Washington.
1: Yeah. I did, but then I changed it to La, 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 la 13.
0: So i also... also came think obscure Eric Tonnell.
2: So, it, I was thinking about the timing, when that's what Nord now, was at Brighton. That was my first guess, Washington, but he can't have been two at United at the same time as um, Nord.
1: Yeah, but there was no... No, but you've got to remember, but Nord, that's only three or four years ago. Two? Anyway,
3: you're right with Dan, Danny Lafferty. Yeah. Danny it Lappertine won't be any, <laughs> every time. It could
0: be Christopher Nordfeld or whatever his name is. <laughs> No, so I've two. managed
2: to get the grand total of six.
0: Well, I've got two, as I sort of predicted before. Fucking I've got three. I've got seven.
2: Wow, well done, John. Have, we, been, has, have so we had a go at
3: the... There was a tiebreaker. Uh, in United's first game back in the Championship in the seventeen eighteen season, John Egan, Captain Brentford, as United ran out 1-0 winners. What was the attendance that day? Phil?
2: Uh, well, I'd, I've read it as being... At their place, so I'm just going to change it to a rough guess, knowing that it's now at ours. Twenty-seven thousand. I
0: think that's cheating. I've (laughs) already not
2: won.
0: (laughs) I've already not won. (laughs) That's cheating. We cheated his way to second place. Stop
1: bullying (laughs) (laughs) him.
3: After bullying, Dan, have you gone for mate? Uh, I haven't because I was that fucking devastated (laughs) with the other questions. I've just.
0: Didn't bother. I've got twenty six thousand five hundred and eighty two. I've got twenty six and a half thousand. So we must have been on the same sort of wave. And I assumed
3: that this one. So Matt, you said might
2: said 26. 500. you said twenty six. You said twenty six five hundred and eighty two. The answer was twenty six seven four six. Oh. Good job. John well done. So he's not, on, not only won the quiz; he's won the tiebreaker tap- as well. A fucking cracking quiz! It is, is really, really I good. Enjoyed that, I enjoyed
3: that because what I enjoyed it. It's a good quiz. in So much as it was tough. It's a shit because i got three questions. <laughs> well, it's
2: better than two. So no doubt when I put this on the S2 forum at some point later on, I'm going to get some stick for it being too hard like I do every time I put them Imagine on.
1: Imagine, like, that it takes a certain sort of character to go on a forum like that and criticise an individual sharing something think other people enjoy. <laughs> you could say they're a bit of a snake.
2: Well, there is that as well. <laughs> I'm sure he'll not listen.
1: Well, if you are listening, snake,
2: fuck off. <laughs> On that note, end of part three. This is
3: free fan made content. Get fucked.
1: So, welcome back to part four. Um, Once again, we had a fantastic pod on Sunday and I'm going to keep saying it but if you haven't listened to it yet it's possibly the greatest thing we've contributed to so far. It was really, really good and it was a fantastic Hall of Fame field Um, but like all good things the cream will always rise to the top and I managed to win the vote with my uh, nomination of the connection between the fans and um, the players that we see at away games and stuff like that. touched on it in earlier tonight's pod so... Those that you vote for my suggestion go in, um, but I don't want to kick things off with asking Sam
0: what you'd like to put in because we've had some interesting suggestions from yourself. Who is it? Love Island related this week? No, Love Island. Portugal. Is it, you know, no, I'm going to avoid. Portuguese Portugal Portuguese Love Island. Yeah, I'm going to avoid, uh, <laughs> avoid the fax machine as well. I think they didn't have not have one of it. What's I'm one a, of them? Had a real real struggle last couple of weeks. Ago, I think. Um, I'm gonna go a little bit more back to basics and Route 1. Um I've had a look through and I can't see that it's been nominated. And as it was the uh six year anniversary a couple of days ago, I'm gonna go with the Fulham away end in the mm. FA Cup.
1: Smiller
2: time.
0: Smiller. Sure, what an incredible me. atmosphere that was. it was. Weren't it just
2: uh, we've spoke about it on this pod before, but I don't think it's ever been. Are you, so you're. I'm
0: putting the game in. I'm gonna. Well, not the game, but I'm gonna put that entire.
2: The limbs, I that, suppose. That, I, I
0: didn't yeah. go because I had parents' evening,
1: so I couldn't get the train to go down. What I remember about it is watching at home and took lots of energy to not go and just do something else
3: because it was a fucking dreadful, really
2: really fun. boring but, game. Mark Howard was playing a deliberate tactic where he was. Almost playing rugby, he was playing yeah, right. it out in the far corner. Every time we got the ball, he was deliberately putting it into the corners, out of play. It was ridiculous. Just to the box them in.
0: Yeah. I think from memory, I believe it was free coach travel for season ticket holders, or if you. Do you know what? I was just game. about to say.
2: I can't remember how we got there. But now you say that it was. It was coach. free coach. It was, were not it? I'll tell
0: you why I remember us getting the coach. We got off the coach. We went to a pub about 100 meters up the road, and we were playing. I think there was some snooker tables in yeah. there, and then we walked down. Obviously, as all the roads round Fulham are very much the same, but also very expensive. Yeah, it's all residential, isn't it? Yeah, I remember the complaints a couple of days yeah. after coming out of the ground about the United <laughs> fans, making too, fans, making,
3: United fans making too much noise. Well, I got complaints where I was because I was, I was away with work, I was in Copenhagen and I was in a, a, a hotel room. And obviously, so the gate obviously went to extra time, yeah. And obviously, Copenhagen is an hour in front, so by the time Miller actually scored, it was...
2: Well, tell me it had been here, it had been 11 o'clock here, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, going,
3: going on for 11 o'clock, so it was going on for midnight, and the only way I could find to watch it was via Twitter. So I was obviously refreshing, 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 and I went fucking lula in this, <laughs> this daily show hotel room. Ah, fucking come on, you blades, <laughs> what? Next thing, banging on the walls from either side. <laughs> and, and I got some odd looks the next morning, going we down for breakfast. Um, so that's that's what I was for that one. And I,
0: I know it's I know it's six years ago, but you saw that. I remember. I think I ended up on the backside when that went in.
2: That, that was a proper celebration. No, that that was, was that
0: was a that was a nuts celebration yeah, it was. for an hundred twentieth minute goal. But I think even Adrian Child had turned the game off, and he was there. I think from there. Was it? that the replay? That was the, the replay yeah.
3: when we when we do, when Doyle got Doyle sent got sent off. Sent Google out. made his debut in that yeah, game. Yeah, in that was, Google
0: then. ran the game. And my bigger memory of the first game was actually Bob Harris's debut, and we were in the <laughs> Copthorne. We were in the Copthorne talking about wondering if Bob Harris was going to come out in black and white. Do you remember? <laughs> such, such an old footballer's name. So John Braford were on debut. Oh, I really liked Harris in a Bob sort Rice of
1: class. In a sort of seven out of ten in that Clough team, I thought he was quite reliable for a while. But and that brilliant video of him away at Bradford and camera pants. I, uh, hi
2: <laughs> Sue, Peter It was Brayford's debut as well, wasn't it? Rayford's debut as
1: well. I yeah.
0: think just that, that, yeah. it, it, that, remember
1: that home game? That was on a Sunday lunchtime. It, sure, it should have yeah. been played because it would have been Yeah, it was a it was terrific.
0: We, we should have also won the game. If Michael Bell doesn't, did he punch? Uh, he got sent
2: off
1: for something. It really? really red card, right? yeah, and
0: yeah. if he doesn't walk, we'd have won that game. The first leg, because fun were awful. But,
2: Do you remember just before the goal? Brayford was knackered you could tell he was yeah, knackered and he got injured not long before and he did this lung busting run yeah, right into the far corner, corner? one is the corner that he scored from you could see him on his haunches afterwards like as if he were going to be
3: sick I think it's with Brayford well, not mean. with Nigel in front of him <laughs> no behind him oh. that's why he did
1: the lung busting run yeah. Fluffy had got fucking lob on chasing that touchline.
3: Nigel look Go. I'm running I'm running Nigel well done well done John I love you love you too Nigel
1: Garner behind him
0: yeah I, just, I just... <laughs> I just think that that game and then what it led on to that was the start of the until recently the longest unbeaten stretch I think we'd ever had I don't know it was a phenomenal it was a phenomenal end that season it's a shame that we well we we 21st to 7th I think, it, I think they said at the time, if they'd been in the two games, we'd probably go into
2: the playoffs. we play, probably and it's funny playoffs. though, because even despite that run and um, despite the, the cup runs to the semi-final and the, to the League Cup semi-final, yeah. Clough's still not really thought of that fondly amongst players. Because such a dull Because he was boring, yeah.
3: I've always I would, said... How would you think we'd have thought I... of him
2: had we not had those cup runs? Well,
3: the, but the flip side of that is, you imagine if he'd have taken over a couple of games earlier. We talk, you, you tweeted earlier on about sliding doors moment. If that season, if we, if he makes it into the playoffs, we go into the playoffs on an absolutely, you know, blinding run of form. We go up. There's every chance we're not sitting here where we are now. Yeah. There's every yeah. chance we're still pottering about as a mid-table championship. Not season, having Wilder watching Nigel Clough bore the living yeah, fucking yeah. shit out of everyone for a one 0
2: You talk about that tweet that I, I sent earlier, and someone come back to me about other moments that have been important in our time. Simmonson doesn't miss that penalty, and we beat. Huddersfield. We go up. We go up. We'd probably keep Wilson for a period of time. Yeah, yeah. Again, same situation. We perhaps don't have. Well, right. up, I, it think, it
3: I think opens. if All that happens. We are. We are now sitting as a mid-table
2: championship. So yeah, going, Probably well, so. Well, this is all right. Well, well think, all can, while we're talking, we talking about that, by the way, have you have you done talking about? I think so. Yeah, I don't
3: much so on game.
2: Because we're talking about this now, that is actually my nomination. It was always going to be my nomination. What the, that? So, but to to put a bit of context to what you're saying, I. For some reason, that goal Duffy scored done a lot of the rounds on Twitter over the last couple of days, that yeah. goal at Hillsborough, And I'm yeah. not I'm not going to go as route one as putting that goal in because that goal has win hands down. It's, it's probably what been that, in already, right? Possibly so. Yeah, it's it's what that goal represented. It's that sliding doors moment of had we not have won that game, had they have kept it at 2-2 for a period of time, probably gone on and won the game, had we have gone on and lost that game, the shift in momentum... And I'm not just talking about what it did for us, I'm talking about what it did, it did
3: for them as well.
2: I, I don't care what any United fan says, what they do matters to us because we want to be the biggest in this city and we are the biggest in this city right now by a fucking country mile. And I don't think, had
3: it not been for that goal, that would have
2: happened. So that's my nomination. And that's
3: the reason. You imagine, for like I said, because of the way the game went as well, we go two up, So they pull it back to two all and I guarantee everyone round here was thinking the same as I was, they're going to win this yeah. now. They're going to go on and win this three or four or two. Because all the momentum was with them. I was sat down. If it goes on the side, it's too furious. They probably win. They win. Yeah, they win that game.
1: Sat down, absolutely furious, and
2: then. Even Wilder down. said the noise, the bouncing, it was intimidating, and it was, it was loud Even that video that you see yeah. now, it's loud. It's the whole ground. And to see, to see the way it stopped, I mean, it's it's folklore, isn't it? It is absolute just, folklore. And
3: you're right, how, how big a shift it's been, because we missed our chance 13 years ago yeah. to dominate Sheffield football for a long time. Yep. Wednesday, were, Wednesday were on their arse. We had a chance. Had we stayed up under Warnock, that's when you start pulling in your younger kids whose parents aren't particularly bothered about football. Will you take me to a match, Dad? What do you want to see? Championship football or Premier League? we had a chance to dominate Sheffield and we yep. fucking missed out on it. That, we are now in the same position and while I said that Colin Murray interview the other day, I'm all for dominating football in Sheffield. He kind of said, some people say, oh, I like us both to be Premier League. Fuck that. I want us to, I'm, I'm a wilder, I want us to dominate this city.
2: I want us 50-50, I want us 90-10. So I can, I can remember us, Sam, sat in that pub in Newquay watching the whole oh, Wednesday yeah. game at, Dar- at at Wembley when yeah. the Arby scored yeah. and that felt like a big thing. Yeah. Then not going to Premier League felt like a big they thing. They spent silly money. I yeah. Think. I think if yeah. they ever, if but they manage to flip-
1: stumble up this year, if they, which I don't think they really will, but on next season when they've got a bit, a bit more of the dead, one, I think... He's bonkers chance, and who knows how much money he's got. I reckon he'll spend on that. It'll make Villa's...
2: I think he'd... he'd ecl- and it's not forced to work either. I know, no, no, but, but it'd eclipse what Villa have done this summer, but, I'd but say. The point, the point is, where we've, we've gone, gone, the trajectory we've gone on since, and the trajectory they've gone on since, we are so far ahead of them now, right now, in every, it's not going to last for long, or it might not last for long, but it's, I think it it's, will. It's cyclical, but, but it's, it could be a long cycle. But the, the gap between us is getting bigger and bigger so quickly, it is terrifying. I've said a couple of times
0: over the last week or so, if, as we've already talked about, we do do the impossible and end up in Europe this season, we could put ourselves 10, 15 years
2: in But that, that's one of the things they've always had. In my generation, my age, that's one of the things they've always had. I've seen Michael play in Europe, you never have. Well, we could potentially tick that box. We've seen our club win a competition because they won the League Cup. We could quite easily. That could happen to us under Chris Wilder. Yeah. We could, All these things they've had against us all this time, we could just tick them off one by one over a period of time. Yeah.
0: And not. I don't think we'd just tick them off. I think if Wilder won the FA Cup next season it would be I want it again. It's not going to be a, a, a 10 minute thing. Well for, for me a big, this. This is a... the big thing we could achieve this season
1: under Wilder and no Sheffield club's done for a very long time and that would be we're two wins away from playing at Wembley again. Yep. In the competition and we don't know who we're going to get after Reading if we manage to beat Reading as well. If we win at Wembley I think that is a phenomenal step for us the
3: football club as well. Yeah, yeah. and we, we, we've obviously broke the scoring uh, in, 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 in a big game. In a big game, didn't we? Yeah,
1: um, that was the, yeah, the against Hulk. That was yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought he up.
2: broke my back. We were we, where we were at Wembley. We got like a really low roof, and I am swear he just picked me up and shut me against the roof. <laughs> and I'm no easy <laughs> thing to pick up. <laughs> and yeah. Bear yeah. Well, I think until I, West Brom, that's probably the drunkest I've ever been in a
0: football game. <laughs> yeah. Well, well,
2: so that, that's my nomination. It's not just Duffy's goal. It's what that represents and, and what's happening. Exactly. That. Than the goal, I, goal. I have, I have, um, I've got a picture to put on the start of this pod for when when it finishes, when it goes on, online as well. So the back of that, the
1: nomination is the sliding door, moment and the four-two when it Hillsborough.
2: Duffy's, Duffy's goal, goal, not just to win Duffy's goal because if he doesn't score that, I think they probably go on to win that game. I think
1: you've just won the.
3: Hall of Fame, but I'd love to hear what you've got Dad. My, it's it's on very similar lines to 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 Phil's nomination, and it's it, that was route one. So it's it's the Chris Wilder effect. It's not Chris Wilder. It's not what he's done at United. It's not how he's kind of he won the league. Uh, he won League One. He goes promoted He's got this. It's 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 what he's done. It's the effect he's had on the club. Now me and Phil had this conversation years ago, and we had. A succession of fucking bell ends So I'm talking <laughs> Mickey Adams, Kevin John Carver, Kevin Blackwell. We just, United were like a punch drunk boxer at the time. Every decision we made was the wrong decision. We just lurched from bad decision to bad decision. And we said at the time, you know for a fact, the club's fucking rotten from the inside. Mm. Out. The cleaner walks in on a Monday morning with a face like a smacked ass and just goes about a job. It's a job. The people, the, the, the staff in the kitchen, in the training ground, no one's happy. And I, th- I thought this last week when I watched that uh, Sander Berg yeah. um, video.
2: When he's trying to open doors, he says, you can come you in, can you're come right? in,
3: You can you come and they're all, everyone seems happy, and everyone's smiling, everyone loves the job. And it's not, it's it's what he's done on the pitch is, is amazing, but how he's, the effect he's had on the club as yeah. a whole. And you know when he always says, my fingerprints are on every bit of this club i just found a plastic card <laughs> outside <downstairs laughs> <downstairs laughs> the chair. Anyway, his fingerprints are on every bit of the club. And he's just had such an effect on him. And everyone's happy and the club's just... And we see, you, know, you see it in the way the social media
2: is. It and comes like, hand in hand with winning as well, a lot of it, I think.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: But uh, uh, you're right. He, he, he's obviously he's got an infectious personality, hasn't he? You can yep. tell that. He's, he's an interesting person to listen to. Everybody seems to like him and resonate to him. And, and you're right. What you say? It's it's everything about the club is pulling together. it's Changed, yeah. So massively. it's not just
3: changed what's happened on the pitch. It's changed everything. Like I say, how we get? How many times have we sat and we've seen United tweet something out years ago? And we've gone, fucking hell! How wrong can you just just the wrong tone or the wrong time to tweet it out and stuff like the that? The Jim Phipps tweeting yeah, out that United, United quiz thing. United you out losing and suddenly he's tweeting link at, links out to some fucking. Some quiz thing. Don't worry, really really We can win
1: next,
2: well, week. It, we can win next it, week.
1: It was that end of January transfer window thing. Wasn't yeah, it? How just, yeah. How are you doing? <laughs> not so bad. Okay. Relatively happy. <laughs> Ecstatic. Where's the fucking dreadful?
3: Yeah. And you just just not not getting it and not understanding it. Whereas now you look at the social media team and they're on point. The I think, I think it was what bad. I said
1: on Sunday. I was like, I think what we're seeing now is an effect of the Prince has always wanted this sort of interaction with fans and he got Jim Phipps in but he didn't he didn't facilitate it as he did properly nice he, guy
3: <laughs> met him a couple of times lovely guy obviously he's a, he, you know he, he, he says he's a blur now but he didn't he's just not a football he place, didn't understand it? the club and didn't understand Sheffield and how much it meant to people I remember him tweeting out once after we'd lost Never mind blades. You know we go again next week. on television tonight. So people like, say, "No, you don't get it, Jim. This, this, this ruins people's fucking weeks. Yeah. United losing on a Saturday. Uh, and that's, part of, your week. that's part of the thing, though, with
2: Wilder, isn't it? You know, if we've lost, it, it hurts him. You mm. know, it does. Yeah. And uh, I, I, no, that's I, you say. I was, I've just won all of fame. I'm not sure. So, so it. yeah, so my
3: nomination is the Chris Wilder effect
2: yeah it's just it's just brought me back a little bit actually so we were asked a question today weren't we about um one of the things that could potentially be going in a future fanzine is uh, a question to us a lot about what we miss about league one and I struggled that much to try to come up with an answer for that the only thing I could come up with is actually not queuing for a piss yeah
1: i i would put in that i miss um miss but don't make... So, for example, <laughs> I used to be a chef, and there'd be days when I was a chef, it'd be a right buzz, and I'd, do, I'd work 14 hours, but it was almost like a high, it was that good, I was really enjoying my work, I was busy, smashing out really good food, preparing all this stuff, top crack, fit waitresses flirting with you all, you know what I mean? Then there's times when it's two in the morning, I'm scrubbing the fucking floor. And, like, in League One go into a really shit ground, take like your 3,000, being able to get a pint at half time, all the stewards are pissing themselves because they don't know what to do, so they're just like letting you do what you want, things like that. Like, saying so being able to get in, go into stadiums and places, you're like, I will never go to, church. I would never in my life go to Colchester Town Centre, <laughs> and I've been twice. Like, but then, yeah, it's, it's weird, isn't it? It's it is, weird.
0: Right? I think it's when you, you go to places like, you, you talk about you go to places like Palace, Yes. And, and then you compare it. And I'd
2: much rather have been at Rochdale than Palace on Saturday. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. But I, I don't miss those places. in comparison those to those places, Bully, and yeah. I don't miss driving to Swindon, for example, or, like you say, Gillingham and places like that. But no, that's a great call. What, what you got,
3: John? Well, then, John, you're. Uh,
1: well, Colin Murray
2: is clearly now a Sheffield
1: United fan. <laughs> And I touched on this a few weeks ago with Sean Bean um, and using him as like the figurehead and the sort of poignant like end of the McCabe era. But we got, and uh, it's just a, I want to put in famous Blade fans and um, just general Blade celebrity fans and how random and wonderful they are. There's a Blade walking in the pub with a Barnsley fan. I thought it was Newcastle at first. He comes in every week, this guy, he's doing some weird dance actually. Um, <laughs> but we've obviously got what's That's his chops uh, off Monty sh- Python Michael it, like. Palin so Michael Palin at the top end and obviously I saw an interview with him as the guy from Python died recently and it was obviously he was talking about how good a mate he was and stuff and just I just think I, like the fact we've got I think we've got the most oddball selection of celebrity Th- fans there was a
2: point where we had we had uh, England's cricket captain uh, well, it wasn't what weight was Kelvin at the time, but world boxing champion. Right, right. they got Olympic uh, heptathlete gold medalist and world champion. All Sheffield mm-hmm. United fans. And the so, beast. So just yeah. yeah so like
1: <laughs> just that. I think as well. I don't expect this to win. Just for a few minutes, I thought it'd be quite interesting as well. See how many we could write down. So we've got Palin,
0: Kelbrook two on Sky Sports News, have not you? Three. Who? The beast. David yeah. David Grin a pig, isn't it? Yeah, and no, what, it's, he? What's girls? Alex, what's
3: the name that does the horse racing tips yeah, in the morning? Hammond. And, Alex Hammond. Is uh, it Kate?
2: Um, Kate Bellaga. Yeah, Charlie Webster. Charlie Webster. Although not everybody will like her because of her stance on rape, which is absolutely fine for her to have that stance. Are you saying you condone it? No, <laughs> well, Sam. I agree with her. Um, Joe Elliott. Richard Cable? Yeah, Richard Cable's a blade. And I just find this idea. Flea. Yeah, Flea. Whoever it was that directed Batman. And we'll call him Batman.
3: (laughs) Batman's a blade. (laughs) We'll call him Batman now. (laughs) Interesting. Brilliant.
0: Uh, (laughs) There's the referee, isn't there, from Sheffield.
2: Is he actually? Ready, ready?
0: Ready? No, there's the referee that's currently from Sheffield.
1: There is a chef, There is a Sheffield referee United.
3: from Sheffield. I've not over a life.
1: His He's He's the near po- our my father-in-law. Well, okay, right. But well, if you're going to put like together uh, a question of sport team of fact, famous Billy
3: Sharp,
2: which
1: just walked right. He is. Yeah, he is. You're right. Might make it bearable. Um, <laughs> the for, for three. So if you're going to put three together, for you'd have to imagine that. So representing Sheffield United. Craig Dawson. Where? We have uh, Michael Palin, the Beast, and Flea from the Red Hot Chili Packers. <laughs> and I just find, and I think every club's got these, but like, obviously, Man United, you could probably write a book full of famous people who support them. Well, they did something on it,
2: was, it might have been the Mirror this week where they've got the most famous fans for all 20 Premier League clubs. And who was considered yes, ours? Jess was, yes, yes. was ours. I think that's fair. I'd say Palin's more famous I than that. I'd say it. Sean is, to be
1: fair. Oh, we don't even vote. we don't even wrote Bino down.
2: I, yeah. I would say probably the most famous is Fleet. Yeah. Actually. Why he's why played,
1: I'll never know. But well, was it because um, remember when they used soccer? am yeah, used to like have random celebrities. You used to, like, make, you used and to make, make a team, didn't you? Yeah. Well,
3: I think there is. I think it's random. I think he has just randomly chosen. Because will like... I tell you what, we'll pick now. We're as um as public in the public eye as we are now. We'll pick more. well everyone's darling as well at the minute, aren't yeah. we? Like. We're, we're kind of, I'm not quite sure where everyone's second team, but we're, we're, we'll pick up, there'll be some celebrities All who...
0: Someone said that the other day, that must be the bit... I mean, i we including
3: in Michael Vaughan as a famous Sheffield United fan, he's always <laughs> fucking here. You know, the freeloading piggy wanker.
2: It was a Palace fan that I saw a tweet from today, that yeah, yeah. HLTCO, you know, does the Palace blogs. He was saying it must really pinch, we were talking about Wednesday again, it must really pinch. Not just the fact that we're doing so well, the fact that we're so well-liked amongst the media and other supporters of other clubs and things like that it must yeah. really hurt Wednesday it
0: yeah. definitely hurt us the other way around a few years ago when yeah. everyone were digging up how good Wednesday's football was
1: well we had that about three months three months spell in that season because he dropped off and on and off and on and on and off it sounded like Mike Skinner Um <laughs> that styled that out really well um, but how can she tell uh, no um, but they had that win against Arsenal reserves, didn't they, where they pressed them to help, and they played with it. I was really impressed. But then, fucking wanker, aren't they? So it's fine. Um, but celebrity fans are a, a funny part of all football clubs, and looking at this list, it's all right, bloody. Imagine Kelbrook, Jessica Ennis, and the Bees walk into a pub. Flees there with Michael Palin, discussing with Sean Bean and Batman. <laughs> who it should start up with McBernie on Sunday <laughs> is Batman dressed as Batman just out of
2: interest the Batman the Batman
1: Bat Man Bat uh, this, we're going to miss some uh, obvious ones what would be good if you've got this far through some of this crap we've talked tonight uh, tweet any famous fans that we've not mentioned there because I think that would be quite interesting but I definitely haven't won the World Hall of Fame Sam very fond memories of yours very very fond memories of yours Phil and Dan I think Yours sums up a lot of things that, if we're not careful, if everything keeps going in the way it should, uh, well, not should, Stop is, granted, we yeah. don't want to take for granted that the experience of being a United fan, not only because of what happens on the pitch, but the general experience. Yeah, it's being, in. suck it all in, it's not Oof. always like
2: this. It's not. But
1: well, Sunday, we'll be there, us for? In the sheet before, if you want to come and buy us a drink because you like our content that we provide for you for free. Or you us. Yeah, or her, if, if any Bournemouth fans don't like what we think about anyhow and want to have a robust conversation, uh, feel free to come in. But I'd also question why you're listening to an <laughs> hour and a half Sheffield United podcast, you weirdo. Can we you get your selfies with Johnny? I, love so. in the I do love a selfie, yeah, especially if I barely know you. So do come and have those done. <laughs> anyway, been great, lads, as always. Twice in a week, Dan found a car um, down the side of the sofa, so it's not all been. Yeah. And it's my first,
3: my first one for a couple of weeks, so it's uh, it's good to be back from me.
1: Yeah, and uh, Sam, thank you for coming on again in Ian's absence and doing a sterling job. Absolutely. And uh, Phil, always a pleasure. Never sure. On the street, you've only missed one, but I'm a hundred percent, I know.
2: I missed get... two, I think. I was a rolling for the first two. Well, I'm
1: getting my attendance badge, aren't I? Uh, should are be. We, Yeah, we we can't be far off fifty. No. Now I don't know. I have to check that. Have heart. to find mm-hmm. that out for you. No, uh, it's not. It's, well, anyway, either way. Well, we're ranting, but anyway. Thank you very much for listening. It's been a pleasure, boys, uh, and hopefully we get the win that we've all predicted on Sunday. All the blades.
2: All the blades. All the blades.
0: If you go into a pub in Ireland, you have to have a song, and if you don't have a song, you may as well not put it the I've changed my ray, by the way, so if anybody wants to buy me a right? Well, I say Peroni as well.